Dinner with friends. Prayer with friends. Betrayal with friends. Accusations, physical beatings, sleep deprivation. The night Jesus was enduring was lonely and it was awful. And it was nowhere near over. Luke 22, verse 66. At daybreak, the council of the elders of the people, both the chief priests and the teachers of the law, met together. And Jesus was led there before them. If you're the Messiah, they said, tell us. And Jesus answered, If I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I asked you, you would not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. They all asked, Are you the Son of God? He replied, You say that I am. Matthew 27, verse 1, Early in the morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people made their plans how to have Jesus executed. So they bound him. They led him away, and they handed him over to Pilate the governor. When Judas, who betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse, and he returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. He said, I have sinned, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us? They replied. That's your responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple, and he left. And then he went away and he hanged himself. The chief priest picked up the coins and said, It is against the law to put this into the treasury since it is blood money. So they decided to use the money to buy the potter's field as a burial place for foreigners. That is why it's been called the field of blood to this day. Then what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. They took 30 pieces of silver, the price set on him by the people of Israel, and they used them to buy the potter's field. And the Lord commanded me, Meanwhile, Jesus is now standing before the governor, Pontius Pilate. And the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so, Jesus replied. When he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. And then Pilate asked him, Don't you hear the testimony they're bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor. And now it was the governor's custom at the festival to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. And at that time, they had a well-known prisoner whose name was Jesus Barabbas. So when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, Which one do you want me to release to you? Jesus Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Messiah? For he knew it was out of self-interest that they had even handed Jesus over to him. While Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message. Don't do anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. Which of the two do you want me to release to you? Asked the governor. Barabbas, they answered. What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? Pilate asked. And they all answered, Crucify him! Why? What crime has he committed? Asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, Crucify him! And Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting. He took water and he washed his hands in front of the crowd. And he said, I am innocent of this man's blood. It's your responsibility. And all the people answered, His blood is on us and on our children. 
and then he released Barabbas to them. But then he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. A Roman flogging was unimaginable. They used what was called a cat of nine tails, and it was an instrument of torture with leather strands that held broken glass and sharp stones and sharp bones. They would whip Jesus, ripping through the body of the Son of God. With every strike, agony and pain like no other was thrust upon the Savior of the world. When they would use this instrument, they would whip an individual up into the point of death and then they would stop. As they were doing this, the soldiers mocked Jesus. They gathered the whole company of soldiers around him and they stripped him and put him in a scarlet robe. And then they twisted together a crown of thorns and they set it on top of his head. They put a staff in his right hand. They knelt before him, in front of him, and they mocked him saying, Hail the King of the Jews! As they spit on him, they took the staff and they struck him on the head again and again and again. And after they had mocked him, they took off his robe and put his clothes on. In John 19, it says, Once more, Pilate came out and said to the Jews gathered, Look, I'm bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no basis for a charge against him. And when Jesus, he came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, bloodied and battered and barely standing, Pilate said to them, Here is the man. As soon as the chief priests and the other officials, they saw him, they shouted, Crucify! Crucify! Blood, thirsty, wanting him dead. But Pilate answered, You take him and you crucify him. As for me, I find no basis for a charge against him. And the Jewish leaders insisted, We have a law, and according to that law, he must die, because he claimed to be the Son of God. And when Pilate heard this, he was even more afraid. And he went back inside the palace. Where do you come from? He asked Jesus. But Jesus gave him no answer. Do you refuse to speak to me? Pilate said. Don't you realize that I have the power either to free you or to crucify you? Jesus answered, You would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. And from then on, Pilate tried to set Jesus free. But the Jewish leaders, they kept shouting, If you let this man go, you're not a friend of Caesar. And anyone who claims to be a king opposes Caesar. And when Pilate heard all this, he brought Jesus out and he sat down on the judge's seat at a place known as the Stone Pavement. Here is your king, Pilate said to the Jews. But they shouted, Take him away! Take him away and crucify him! Shall I crucify your king? Pilate asked. We have no king but Caesar, the chief priest yelled back. And finally, Pilate handed him over to all of them to be crucified. And so, the soldiers took charge of Jesus, carrying his own cross. He went out to the place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. And there they crucified him. And with him, two others, one on each side, and Jesus was right in the middle. Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross, and it read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. 
And many of the Jews read this sign for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city. And the sign was written in Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. And the chief priests of the Jews protested to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but that this man claimed to be the king of the Jews. But Pilate answered him back, What I have written, I have written. And when the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, dividing them into four shares, one for each of them. Mark 15 says, It was nine in the morning when they crucified him. Nine a.m. As Jesus was being crucified, two rebels were being crucified with him. One on the left, one on the right. Jesus was in the middle. And those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, So, you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In that very same way, the chief priests and the teachers They mocked him among themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't even save himself. Let the Messiah, this King of Israel, come now. Come down from that cross that we may see and will believe. At this time, it was 12 o'clock noon, and darkness came over the whole land, and it stayed there until three in the afternoon. At three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sakbatanai, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, listen, he's calling Elijah. And somebody ran and filled a sponge full of vinegar and wine, and they put it on a staff, and they offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, the man said. The sun, it was darkened, and Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And when he said this, he breathed his last breath. At this moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. There was a centurion who was standing at the feet of Jesus. And when he saw this, he saw how he died. He said, surely this man was the son of God. Watching the son of God, a son, a friend, a brother, his loved ones watched him breathe his last. The hatred, the condemnation, the disbelief, pride, arrogance, sin, was all thrust upon Jesus. And the Savior of the world bore it all. He wore it on his back. Betrayed, humiliated, mutilated, Jesus the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the Most High God, wore your sin so you didn't have to. But the story, it's not over.